0: On tonight's program, ladies and gentlemen, we have something that's gonna make you sick. phenomenal way to start off you know four stars podcast and I'm super excited to have you on here um you know you're a big inspiration to me I I've learned a lot just from the documentary and from watching you know your previous podcasts with people and why this sport means so much to you
1: yeah I think uh honestly uh so many reasons but I think the first thing that that pops into my head is that um in this sport there are no cheerleaders and many people are in sports for cheerleaders. There are no million-dollar contracts at the college, and people are different sports because they want to be able to uh, obtain that wealth and take care of their family. There are no busloads of fans, right? Some people play football and basketball because they they love the fans. They, they 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 love the hype, right? There's no pep rallies, none of those things, right? And people join sports for different reasons. But the one thing you will find in this sport is a group of people who will show up every day, rip apart their hands, injure their backs for themselves and the person who sits in front of them and the person who sits behind them, right? And those are the kind of people I need in my life where these folks, that I, I, we're not going to make money. A lot of people or uh, friends may not come out to see me Um, But I am doing it for you and I'm doing it for myself. Now, if you got those kind of people in your life to go through the challenges of the sport and pull hard and and clean geese poop and all that crazy stuff, you know, that comes along with rowing, you found a really great group of people in your life. Uh, I mean, besides that, it's the college opportunities, right? It's the, the refuge and the peace that you feel on the water and, um, and, and different things like that. And the lessons of the sport, I think, um, teaches you uh, for, and you use those lessons for the rest of your life. But I think ultimately you, you find really great people who are, who are willing to go the distance for you. Well said. I got I
0: to gotta be honest with you, like at my uh, junior club, Uh, There was continuous, continuous, you know, uh, geese poop all over the boats. I mean, cause all our boats were outside and it was every day. Um, and it was just like, I don't understand how this is getting here every day. I just watched this last night and somehow there is still all of this. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I guess, I mean, I guess it happens. Um, you know, those are like the, the downfalls of having a a boat (laughs) club having inside storage. Uh, but You know, in all honesty, um, I like what you said. You know, I I think that that determination and that like consistency with coming to the boathouse every day, you know, kind of like leaving everything that you have behind you and just like putting yourself in a zone to where you're actually able to be a better person. You know, I always say like, if you haven't left the boathouse feeling like you've done something, then you haven't done anything. Yeah. Even if you might not pull a certain split, even if you might not do this or you might not, you know, you feel that you haven't like, you know, maybe you got yelled at a lot, right, by the coach. The biggest thing that, you know, you want is you want to make sure that you you have thick skin, you know, it's a big thing in rowing. I mean, every sport, in honesty. Um, And I think that it's I, I mean, having someone, you know, to to mentor you or to coach you with rowing and to leave the water to feel like okay i got i did this today tomorrow i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna get better at that and i'm gonna you know choose one thing of my of my you know of my technique or something to improve and so you know doing yeah. that
1: yeah that's the one thing with the sports too it's like you know you constantly get better you you, you think about the erg you know it, it You know, you can be gifted and talented, but if you don't put in the work, you're not going to get faster. You know what I mean? Like, especially over time, you know, you have sports like, you know, Shaq can work on his free throws for years and he just never really got better. Right. Right. You can take Derek Jeter and be like pitch. Right. But I don't know if he's going to be a professional pitcher at some point. But for Rowan, I feel like the 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 more time you spend with that erg you will see your scores get better, right? If you dedicate your time to that craft, you will get better. So there, there's always, like you said, there's always an opportunity to lead the bullhouse better than you found it, right? To lead the sport better than you found it and to leave you better than you found it, right? Right. Always that opportunity. And I believe Rowan presents that opportunity every time you show up, you just have to show up. Yeah.
0: You really have to be there. You know, you can't just be like a couch potato and sit in a boat and just kind of just, you know, spaghetti row. You know, you really got to, you know, do <laughs> your thing. So I, I agree with you on that. And I think that there's, um, there's a difference in, in being um, somebody who wants to get better every day and then someone who just kind of goes because they just want to have fun. And that's one of the things that I notice a lot in like youth rowing specifically is there's two different types of people there's the natural leaders that really want to improve every day. And then there are the people who might not be like naturally born leaders that might be like, you know, motivated by, you know, external sources. Right. And what I've noticed is that there's a certain like competitive instinct mentally that you really can't like teach. And that's super hard for, I think, coaches to to do. What are your thoughts on, on like, maybe having like a mental block or having something that you maybe can't be as naturally competitive, but how do you like improve on competitiveness?
1: Yeah, I think honestly, it's a number of things. I think number one, um, coaches can help you measure your progress, right? And also document um, how ways that you have gotten better right? When you see results, you become a little bit more competitive, right? Um, you know, when I, if, you know, we lost a couple of races and it was like, oh gosh, we're going to go into this next one. Like, we probably just lose. Like, you're scared. You have all this fear. Oh, it's going to happen again. But then you place third out of so many boats. You're like, all right, the next time we do this, we're going to get there, right? Like, that progress, regardless yeah. of, helps. And I think another thing is that you have to get um, people to understand um, that you are just going to, you're just going on a whole different level um, in your sports career. Uh, for example, like there was this coach who put this two by four on the ground okay. and, you know, he told everyone to get on a two by four and walk to the other side without touching the ground. Very easy. Everyone hopped on a two-by-four, you know, one foot in front of the other and walk to the other side, just like that. And so he took this, the same two-by-four and put it on top of a 10-foot ladder. Right? There was two 10-foot ladders. He placed the two-by-four on top of that and there was this extra ladder. He said, everyone get on the ladder and walk to the other side. And everyone was like, what? No. There was all this fear. There was this mental block. Right. Not really realizing that you have already, it's the same two by four. You kept your balance. And now there's two very steady ladders that's going to keep this two by four grounded. You just walk across. So what changed? The only thing that really changed is the environment. You went to a whole different level, right? And so when we're rowing, Why is it at practice, we're fine, and we're going after it, right? It's the same team, right? Same water, same boat, same oars. And then race day, we're freaking out. Like, we feel like we can't do it. There's this mental block, and we're nervous. The only thing that changed was the environment, right? The same coach, we just went to a whole different level. So you have to understand that, um, like, you have to trust the training that you put in. You have to trust the process. You have to trust the three hours a day of being on the water. And if you've done that, that will help you understand that um, that that you could, perf- you know, with with all the 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 lessons that you learned through your coach, that you can do this on race day. So I think that if, for me, I'm I'm really trying to get young people to understand that. You know, when it's race day and you feel like you can't do it or it's 2K, uh, you're, you're about to test for your 2K, it's the same as practice. The only thing changes is the environment and that you just went to a whole different level, but it's the same you. And I think um, that's what you have to understand that again, it's the same you, it's just a different environment. And sometimes those blocks come and it, and it, it, and it changes through confidence. The more you do it, The more you get on that 10 foot ladder and walk across that two by four, the better you're going to be, the easier it's going to be. So whatever that challenge is, whatever is the hardest in this sport, the more you do it, you'll see those blocks begin to really kind of actually, you know, um, go away.
0: I think, you know, repetition in the sport is so imperative. You know, if, if, if you're, if you're inconsistent, it's going to be really hard. Um, don't overshoot yourself. You know, one thing at a time, right?
1: You know, when it comes to those mental blocks, like you know, you you can't punch yourself in the fist fight, right? Trust you, know the I mean? mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like people, yeah. you see someone if they're about to fight someone and they start punching themselves in the fist fight, you're like, that's silly. What are you doing? Right. And we do it a lot, Hudson, with our words. We punch ourselves in the fist fight. Oh, I'm not. I'm not good enough. I'm not going to PR, right? Um, If I walked into your gym and you're about to test or you're about to race and I was like, listen, you're not going to win. You you, you know, trust me, everyone else is better, right? You didn't PR last time, right? You actually kind of suck. You're not as strong. You know what I mean? And you'll be like, what the hell? Why are you talking to me like that, right? And so if you don't, if you're not going to allow me to talk to you like that, Don't talk to yourself like that. And so you need that self-worth. You need to believe in yourself and you need to kill that doubt and stop punching yourself with your words, right? In order to get to where you need to be. That's the first thing you need to learn is that, hey, I'm going to have more faith and confidence in myself and in the hours I put in every day.
0: Totally. What is the the key factor of the sport that you tell, you know, youth rowers that are, I want to get fast. Oh, I don't have a fast 2k. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm in like a really weird slump. Uh, what do you do to tell them to like motivate them and keep them up? Because negative reinforcement really isn't always the goal. So positive outlook on life and, and having optimism, I think is is good. So what do you do?
1: Again, it's a couple of things. I think first thing is that, um, you know, Storytelling is the oldest form of education. So I bring in people who have been there, right? Usually, when I come or I do a Zoom, I'm going to bring special guests from every level of rowing, and they share their story and say, "I've been there and I got through it," right? Uh, and so that's that's the the first question I will always ask to someone: will say, "Hey, Arshay, here's this mountain. Uh, I need you to climb it." The first question I'm going to ask is have someone done it before? Right. And then, you know what I mean? And if they did, okay, I can do it. Right. And so everyone that's going through what they're going through, believe in this sport, people have been there and they got through it. All right. And, and you can get through it. Right. I want, I want you first to understand, understand that. And second to understand that it's normal to think that way, right. You're a teenager. The sport is hard. Um, you know, and 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 sometimes a lot of these things come from just like the fear of losing, right? The fear of not being better, right? And 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 I always tell people, do it afraid, right? And don't let the small distractions destroy your journey. Whatever the the mission is, whatever the goals is, focus on that, right? And, you know, when I was young, my uncle, when he first taught me how to ride a bike, he said, just get to the other side of this sidewalk. Don't focus on anything else. And every time I looked at the bushes, I ended up in the bushes. Why? Because the fear and the problems we create becomes our reality. And that's why you have to focus on what lies ahead. Coach, what is the mission? Coach, what is the goal? And you focus on that and don't let the small distractions destroy your journey, because that's what we do, right? And you will end up there. If you feel like you're not going to win, if you feel like you're not going to PR, guess what? You're not, right? And so that's important. That's why you constantly listen to speakers like Eric Thomas, Gary V, Les Brown, right? Like, like those who are going to motivate you, right? Listen to that in the morning. Read books, on mental toughness right the same hours that you put into physically beating on your craft and becoming a great rower you have to put hours into the mind as well speeches reading constantly telling yourself you're going to do better right writing down your goals you have to activate both muscles the brain and the body right and and and, and to get better and, and that's what you have to do and i think last thing i want folks to understand that um Just don't beat yourself down. The rowing piece is important, but it's honestly, it's not all of it. You know, for example, Hudson, tell me in one word, in one word, everything you have learned from your coach in this sport. In one word, put it in one word. Like, what's that one thing you felt like you learned from your coach that changed your life? Grit. Grit. If I ask someone else, they would say teamwork. But they would say leadership, or they would say uh, trust. I guarantee you, if we ask ten people, no one will say erging. No one will say rigging. No one said. No one will say the finish. No. Why? Because it's more than rowing. It's more than that, right? And uh, grit. That word is the word that you can use even when you're not rowing anymore for the rest of your life. So we want folks to understand, even if you never won a medal that those words, grit, trust, teamwork, all those things you learn from the sport is what's going to take you and lead you and make you great for the rest of your life. So you have to understand that. Everyone has something to bring to the table, no matter who you are. I think, you know, I have have to tell you this story because you're a coxswain. Um, I was going to speak at a school that was all black, like 500 kids. And I asked this kid, Ian, to come with me. He's a white coxswain. He was like, what am I going to say? And I was like, don't go there and speak to Black kids. Speak to the human. And so he went there. He said, you know what? I wasn't strong enough or big enough to take a tackle. Wasn't tall enough to dunk a basketball. Wasn't strong enough to throw a 90 miles an hour baseball. And I felt like I had no place in sports. And I lost confidence because of that. I felt bad because of that. And then I found out about this sport called rowing. And they had a seat for me as a coxswain. And I led great men to medals. I led great men into leadership. I was their coach. And that changes everything. And every kid was like, why? Because he spoke to the human. A lot of people know what it's feel like to not have their place a lot of people know what it's like to not have confidence to 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 not make a team or don't feel strong enough or maybe feel like they're not tall enough right but you have a place and you have a voice and rowing has a seat for everybody and that's important for coaches to help everyone understand that the same kid that's a rower that's 5 6 and he don't show up for practice i'm going to put as much energy in that kid then the six-four stroke seat, right? Like everyone has a place, and it's not just by—it's not just about the one v. Everyone should feel like they have a place. Everyone should feel special. You should invest in everyone, right? And that's how we're gonna—that's um, how we're gonna um, get people to where they are, and that's how we're gonna change lives in the sport.
0: it's getting all these guys. You might not be the fast on the earth. You might not be like the fast on the water, but you're there and you're present and you want to row a boat and be with people and, you know, and get better somehow. And that's, that's important. So I I respect that a lot. Your journey as a rower, right? When did you start? How did you start? What was your introduction to rowing?
1: Yeah. You know, I, it was the nineties in Chicago, you know, and, wasn't definitely not definitely not a lot of access and opportunities to sports that wasn't ball sports and and at the time basketball you know i lived in chicago michael jordan was winning championships everything was michael jordan everyone shaved their head balls everyone won one number 23 on their jersey right it was all basketball and um and you know, I, I the school I was at, I walked, it was all black school and I walked into the launch room and I saw this boat and I was like, what the heck is that? And and this lady was like, You want to join the crew team? I'm like, crew, like, crew, like I'm not joining nobody's crew. Like, what what are you, what are you talking about? You know? And behind the boat, they, um, there was this TV monitor and they were showing the Olympic Games. And it looked like an opportunity. It it was fascinating. But no one looked like me. It didn't reflect the world I was used to. So I said no to the opportunity. And so no one said no. I mean, I know everyone said no. And then the next day, everyone was like in line, signing up for this team. And I was like, what changed? You know? And they said, hey, so come upstairs for free pizza and blah, blah, blah. You know, everyone loves pizza. And so I went up there. And I think what honestly changed my mentality the first time was you know, seeing the diversity in, in the coaching staff, like the leadership looked like the world, which shows me that there was a lot of different experiences in this leadership and, and, and they will be more open to understanding everyone on this team. Uh, and I think the second thing, the, the fact that, you know, while you play basketball and baseball at high school, the goal is states, you know, city and states, but in rowing, it's national, like you travel, right? You're not just in your city, but you get an opportunity to travel. And I was like, wow, I, I want to travel, right? Um, I want really good friends. I, you know, I, I want to try something new and I want to learn how to swim, right? You have to learn how to swim. And, I, and you, you know, if you overcome that fear, you you, you're, you feel safe at the beach and enjoying vacation, right? So raw had all these great things about it that kind of caught my attention. and uh, And it was all Black high school rowing team and and we got into the sport. Uh, we learned how to swim. We erged. We didn't get along at first, but rowing teaches you right away that you, know, you can't do the work of eight. You need eight to do the work and you'll get there much faster. So you learn how to work with each other in the boat and outside of the boat. People talk about building chemistry and a magical rhythm and all that great stuff in the boat. And you could do that in the boat. But what really helps the chemistry is what you do together outside the boat. What you learn about each other because you say something, a switch will hit. It's like, I'm going to pull for this dude. I love this dude. Thank, me, thank you for having my back outside of the boat. Thank you for being there for me, right? And when you get in that boat, you're going to be like, hey, this is family that I'm pulling for. I will bleed for them. I will break my back for them. So understand that chemistry is just not, happening inside the boat what you do outside of the boat is going to truly help you inside the boat um, and so that's what helped us to um, become a team right and so it wasn't really just the rowing piece it was the family that we built uh, that helped our team to be successful in many ways and, and, and that was the that was like the, the ultimate package um, in, in the introduction to this sport.
0: Do you believe in family over everything?
1: I believe in yourself and family over everything. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like some people take care of family and not, you know, you gotta be better. You gotta be a better angel to yourself first before you are to others. And sometimes we preach being angels to others, and we don't take care of ourselves. But if to really be better angels of others, you have to do it to yourself. And if you're a better angel to yourself, you're able to be an even better angel to others. So I think like, and the cool thing when people say family over everything is that your family could expand. It's not gonna be the same two to 12 people in your family. Then I'm like, oh, I get that. But what about everyone else? What about this new woman I'm gonna meet? Or what about like family? So that is true to me when family is expanding, right? Then, you know, it's like, yeah. Families at work, you know, families at home, families is on my team, family is here. And yes, family over everything when, when you are constantly expanding.
0: I see what you mean there. And I, I, I want to like touch on something because I noticed a lot of times in, in like even college sports, right? You get a guy, super tall, right? Wants to improve every day, but gets beaten down because he got deboted. What do you do to that kid?
1: I think life is about choosing leaders before their time. And that's why you're here. And i'm going to do my part but i need you to do your part here's the list of things i need you to do and we're going to evaluate at the end of the week and if you don't make those improvements but i i know you can right that's why you're here i know you can right but it's not about you it's about everyone and i need to see these improvements if not I think that there may, honestly, to be true, like there may be something else that you want to do. But first of all, and second thing, after saying that, I I want that person to understand that I know that there's, you know, there may be something else that is affecting your, your, your progress or your work ethic. Is there anything that's stopping you from reaching your full potential? I see who you are. I see who you are to be. And Rowan's going to help those two people to meet. But if there's something stopping you from doing that, let me know. But this isn't what I know you can do. And if you, because this sport is not about you and it's about others, my goal as a coach is to make sure that everyone in this boat is representing others. And if you can't do that, then there may be another sport for you or there may be something else for you. And because I care about everyone who walks in these doors, I can help you find that other thing.
0: Wow, I only have much words for that. <laughs> you really motivated me there. <laughs> you know your your you know your profile is rower, motivational speaker, author, and that <laughs> really got me there. That was good. I um, you know, I notice a lot of times where coaches, you know, you're doing this or you're doing that, and you can't do this, and it's like, excuse me coach i respect you you know respectfully i do have the, the ability to do this you know i know you know having having a coach who's kind of like down your throat right and it, it is really really not providing like any optimism right of this and it's just all negative reinforcement you're not going to go anywhere you I, I think i said this before you really have to make sure that you trust your athlete and you trust your athlete and you teach your athlete how to trust yourself right, because if you have someone who's not trusting you and trusting the process, right? You're not going to have any sort of, of, um, you know, collaboration in a boat. Does that make sense? Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. So I wrote in my book, I said that I was talking about my coach and I said, it's like a bank account. I said, you know, if you don't make deposits, you're not going to get a withdrawal, Right. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of people just talk at you or go down your throat and then they expect a withdrawal when something goes wrong They tell me what's wrong or what's happening or you haven't They back, you know, um, but you're not going to get that withdrawal because you never made deposits. Deposits are, hey, I noticed you was off today. What's going on? What keeps you up at night? Hey, you're doing very well. Tell me what keeps you going, right? How's your mom? I noticed, you know, I noticed that girl broke up with you. How you feeling? You all right? It's all good. You know what I mean? I'm here for you. Check out. I got a book for you. Here's a book, right? That's deposits. When you make those deposits, people will go out there and pull hard for you every single day. You will get a withdrawal if you make deposits, and a lot of coaches are not making deposits, they're co- you know, there's coaches who go and like just go down your throat and talk to you in kind of way, and they still produce winners. But what those athletes would tell you is that um, I love what I learned from that coach, but I hate the way they did it. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think uh, we have to be careful because. You know, we are um, telling parents that, you know, we, you know, as a coach that we're taking care of your kids. And you have to also, you know, really understand the, the values of the team, the values of the parents and the school and 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 figure out the balance and, and make it work. And you got to do the homework as a coach um, uh, to create to bring together those values and create a culture around those values.
0: Yeah, that that that, that family aspect right there I think is crucial you know I see a lot of parents why don't you do only a 2k day what happened you know you're not going to be able to go to this school now because that coach wants you to get your target score And now you're you know you're doing this and you're just what you know what is this and I've seen it happen literally I've seen it happen and you just see the kid just like just going like a deep like deep 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 dark hole you shut down you shut down and you got you you got no like way to, to get back up right there's no light at the end of the tunnel right because even though there should be there is none and and, and you got no hope right and hope is key you got to make sure that you know you got to have faith in yourself that you're going to do this and somehow with the right amount of training and with the right amount of heart that is important too you know
1: absolutely absolutely what you're is that, man
0: you preaching yourself <laughs> I try you know I try I'm sure not as good as you that's for sure. I'm sure not as good for you though but I do know that I am a huge supporter of you and your work I'm a huge supporter of my teammates and I have their backs
1: you have to act beyond yourself you know what I mean and and and, and if you want a true demonstration of that you will see it in rowing, especially with young guys like you you know what I mean and and this is just the beginning for you. It's just the start, you know, you're going to, you're going to do so much, man. And, and, you know, I I see it in you, you know, Um, and uh, I I hope that you can just only keep going and keep doing what you're doing. And there'll be rough days, right. There'll be hard days for you. Uh, But what those are, they're just crabs, right? Crabs come to stop you from moving forward. Right. But don't let it knock you out of the boat. Just recover the best way you can right and so and just and keep at it and, and you know what I mean and so um no man I I you know I, again just 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 keep at it
0: thank you thank you so much um being able to speak with you has been not only just an inspiration to me to just keep on going and I can I can do anything right you can yep. do anything you want in life put your mind to it and you know enrolling a little bit of training and yep. you know, you'll 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 be able to do what you want to do my whole podcast is four stars podcast my whole thing is shining a light on people and shining a light on the environment that you put yourself in and you are somebody who does that exponentially you make people want to get out there every day and do something
1: thank you man i appreciate it i will say the only thing i ask for you is just to pay it forward
0: will do i will do that and I will keep on doing it for the rest of my life. And I just wanted to say thank you again for being my first guest. And I just, I, I am so very thankful. Um, is there anything that you want to talk about or anything that you want to share uh, with the people that are here?
1: I want to say I'm glad to be on Hudson's show. Follow Hudson, right? Continue to, to uh, spread the good news that he's bringing out there. And again, man, just, just pay it forward to everyone and uh, catch the film on Amazon Prime. We'll, we'll chat soon.
0: That just about sums up the first episode of Four Stars Podcast. I'm your host, Hudson Forster. Thanks again.